How do you stop giving up on yourself and your business? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at choosetohaveitall.com. And here in the United States, we just wrapped up Thanksgiving weekend. We've eaten ourselves silly. We've had time with family and friends. We've made some memories, had some fun. And now we're back to work on this Monday, if you're listening to me live, that is. And as I was thinking about how I wanted my own Monday to go, I started to realize that this is the time of year when a lot of business owners give up on themselves and they give up on their businesses. They essentially write off 2017 and any of the goals they haven't made yet and they start saying that whatever they need to get done, whatever hopes and wishes they have for their business will just have to happen in 2018 because now's the holiday time. Nobody buys new things. Nobody does this. Nobody does that. We create all kinds of stories about our potential clients and about our own lives. And we realize that we have to start juggling the expectations that come with the holidays along with the needs of our business. And so new business building, new business development often ends up getting put on hold until the new year. Does this sound familiar? Because in January 2017, the new year laid before you, it was shiny and new and exciting, and you had goals for Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, and now you're in Q4, and I'm going to ask you a question that you need to ask yourself. Have you stopped? Did you park the car in the garage? Is your foot entirely off the gas pedal? Where are you at in your life and in your business? And are you where you want to be? Or somewhere along the line, did you just stop and give up and say, not now, maybe later? Because this is the time of year when so many people do that. We talk all the time about how we have to live for today because we don't know if we're going to get tomorrow and we have to live in the moment and go after what we want now because we don't know if there's going to be a later. And I, I know that I have personal examples in my life that have proven that time and time again, and I know you have the same examples. So why then, at the end of the year, do we just stop and say, not now? maybe later. We give up on ourselves and we give up on our businesses because we start telling ourselves stories that it's all going to be too hard, that we don't have time, that people won't buy from us. We create obstacles that don't need to exist. And when we stop, when we take our foot off the gas pedal, when we stop thinking about ourselves, our lives, and our businesses, we know what happens. We've been talking about it on this show. Someone else gets in the driver's seat of your life. You become the passenger, and you're simply reacting to whatever life hands you. I want you to think about the goals and plans you had for 2017. I want you to first acknowledge and be proud of the successes you've had, of the things you didn't even anticipate, the wins that came your way that you didn't even dare to dream. But then I want you to look at the plans you made. What didn't happen? What are the missing spots in the plan? Where did you come up short? And where have you entirely stopped? And as you look at the list of things you've stopped, 
I want you to answer a question. What are you willing to do in the next six weeks before the year ends to get you closer to where you want to be and the life you want to have and the business you want to run? Do you want to get back in the driver's seat or are you going to stay parked on the side of the road? This is a hard question, and I know that nobody likes to ask it. It's so much easier to say, hey, tell me about the awesome things you did this year. Tell me about all the ways you got closer to making your dreams come true. It's harder to hold accountability. So the first thing that I want you to ask yourself and do a gut check about is if you've parked the car of your life or your business and you're simply not anywhere near the gas pedal, Have you done that intentionally and mindfully and with purpose? Because if you have, that's you living the life you want to live and running the business you want to run. You were on track, even if you're not moving. So long as you've made a mindful, intentional choice not to be moving. I shared with you about a month and a half or so ago how I made an intentional choice to hit pause on my business development, that I wasn't going to try to develop new leads. I wasn't going to try to create any offers because my life was in a period of transition. I didn't feel like I could get out of my own way. I didn't feel like seeing opportunities and ways of moving the needle in my business was even possible for me. So I gave myself permission to pause. Once the transition period had ended, or at least the major period of change, because obviously we're still in transition, I'm living living in an extended stay hotel, so that feels like transition to me still, but I know where I am for the next couple of weeks. I've already been here for a couple of weeks. It was easier for me to start to ask myself, now that the transition is over, now that I am done hitting pause, What do I want my life and my business to look like? And that's what I want you all to do. If you're purposely, intentionally parked on the side of the road or your car's in the garage and you have done that deliberately and you're good, tune into the rest of this episode just to find out what happens when it's time to pull your car out of the garage and get back to it. But if you did this unintentionally. If you just told yourself a story that the rest of the year is a write-off and you're never going to make that goal because you didn't show up in this way, you never did that, you didn't try this, and you're just beating yourself up and you're putting off uh, till 2018 what you can be doing now, I got to get you back in the driver's seat because you've got shit to do. And if you keep putting everything off until 2018, you're going to need some like new podcast episode called like how not to make 2018 suck because you're going to be putting off all of these tasks and chores on business development and it'll be tedious and it will feel heavy and you will go into 2018 feeling behind. We're going to talk in the coming weeks about setting yourself up for success for the new year and how to make goals that make sense and all of that. But right now, we're not done your 2017 
And I think I can get you to the finish line. I think I can see you to the end zone. I think we can get a couple of more points for you on the scoreboard. How many sports analogies can I fit in in a single episode, huh? But you know what I'm talking about. We've got time left and we've got shit to do. And if you want your year to end differently than it feels right now, If you want to feel better about yourself, if you want to feel good about the decisions you're making and confident about how you're showing up, you have got to make a choice to start to do things differently because this is a time of year when everybody has an expectation of you and the list is getting longer and you're going to find yourself further down on it unless you move yourself to the top of it. I shared with you a holiday survival guide in the last episode, and if you missed it, I think there's some good tips and strategies there for you. But right now, I want you to think about the goals you didn't make. Which one is the most important one? Which one gives you the most bang for your buck that will leave you feeling like a rock star if you can just nail it? I have to be real with you here, right? I have to be honest. If you have a list of like six or eight things you wanted your life to look like differently or you wanted your business to look like differently, you may be staring at the reality that it's too late to get it all done before the year ends because the natural consequence of procrastinating, of putting your foot off the gas pedal, of parking the car and numbing out and being mindless about when you're moving away from your business is that sometimes you don't meet your goals. And if you're sitting in that feeling right now of knowing that given the odds, given the limited time and the contradictory um, you know, demands on your time and attention, that some things are not going to get done, I want you to feel it. I want you to feel bad about it. I want you to sit in it And know what it feels like, what that natural consequence feels like when you made yourself a promise, you set yourself a goal or an intention, and it didn't get done. I want you to know that feeling well enough to know that you never want to feel it again. So many people, when they don't get things done, often look for solace and they look for support and understanding and encouragement. And I am supporting you and I am encouraging you, but I also know that you need to know the natural consequence of not following through, of not taking action. You need to know what that feels like and you need to know it intimately so you can actively make the choice to never feel it again. Once you've made that choice, we get going. I want you to think about that one thing I asked you about, the thing that if you could get closer to achieving, closer to making happen, you would get more bang for your buck. You would feel more fulfilled, more satisfied, and more proud of yourself. I want you to get crystal clear on what that is, what the missing piece is, why it hasn't gotten done yet, I want you to identify the obstacles. I want you to start to see what are the things getting in the way of this getting done. Some of it's just going to be you, your own mindset, and the stories you're telling yourself, and those are the cobwebs we're trying to clear right now. But I want you to get crystal clear on the goal, 
I want you to know what the non-negotiables are. This is a time of more social gatherings. This is a time of more social demands and more things are asked of us and our list is longer. So give in the obstacles and know them and know that they're non-negotiable. I get it. Now we can start to problem solve. Given that you have less time, how can we start to get you closer to that goal? I want you to get super concrete about it. Most of you probably listen to the show when you're driving. So you're going to have to make some sort of mental note or, you know, dictate into your smartphone or something. But I want you to start to write down the concrete steps you need to do. Like what are the different pieces, components, what's the like the roadmap to getting this goal met? What are all of the tasks? I want you to make them into a concrete list that's non-negotiable. Then I want you to schedule in all your obstacles, all your non-negotiables, all your social gatherings, and then one by one, I want you to take the tasks needed to get you closer to this goal, and I want you to start scheduling them in. Make a decision about when they're going to happen. And if it means you need to get up earlier in the morning, if it means that you have to stay up later in the evening, if it means that you don't um, watch your favorite TV show, that's fine because there's the winter doldrums in January and you can catch up on new TV then. But what do you have to give up and how do you make room to make this goal happen? This is usually the point where a lot of people give up, pause, walk away, or look away. And it's not because they don't want to do the thing. It's not because they don't want to make the goal or have success. They simply do not know what the tasks are. They do have this vision of a goal. They had this intention and it was real and it was genuine and they meant it, but they don't have the skill set or they don't have the awareness to know where to go or how to move. And then they get embarrassed and makes them feel small and they stop taking action. Is this you? Does that sound familiar? Because it's okay not to know what to do next. It's okay to know that you're missing a couple of steps and you don't know what they are. Are you willing to ask for help? Are there people who you do trust and you can rely on who can help you pave the way a little bit, who can help you design the roadmap, who can help you see these overwhelming tasks and break them down into smaller tasks and schedule them into your calendar. Because when we get overwhelmed, I've said this and quoted this on the show before, we don't get overwhelmed because we don't know what to do. We get overwhelmed because we don't know what to do next. I attribute that to Matthew Kimberly. He's a marketer in the online business space. And that's something I learned from him on a podcast. And it's this idea that we have to get crystal clear on the roadmap. And if we don't know what the steps are, we're not supposed to know all the things. We're not supposed to have all the answers. But we live in a Google-able world. (laughs) Try saying that a couple of times fast. Um, We can look it up. 
and we have mentors and people who have been on the road before us that we can ask. We have to be willing to put ourselves in that place of vulnerability to ask for help, to admit to not knowing, to be able to say, hey, I haven't gotten where I want to get to yet this year, but the year's not over, but I need some help. Would you be willing to help me? And get consult, talk it out with a friend, hear yourself say some of the things out loud, you know, do a Google search, see how people have made this plan and the steps that they've taken and start to define for yourself what you're willing to do. And then when there's other things that could be done or tried or attempted and you know you're not willing to do them because it takes too much time, it takes too much money. It's not worth the investment for you. Whatever the reason is, take a moment to own it, to own your choice, to know that you get to decide what you're willing to do and when you're not willing to do. And you don't have to do all the things, but you do want to be in the driver's seat of that decision, to be intent, knowledgeable, and mindful about where you're going and how you're going to get there. Because when you numb out and you disconnect and you look away, that's when you make yourself small. That's when things really start to spiral out of control because the story about you really does change. When you stop taking action on the life you want and the business you want and your foot's not anywhere near the gas station and your car is parked in that garage, then you are setting yourselves up for failure. And you know this. And the thing that people always, always ask me is how do they manage the fear of failing? The first obvious way is to get control of the plan, to make decisions mindfully and with intention. You may not always get there, but you have to be deliberate in the actions that you're taking. And we can't have this conversation without acknowledging that you're probably effing tired, <laughs> that it's been a long year and you've had some fits and starts and some things have gone your way and some things really haven't. And you need a break. I know that and I've been there. And the only way this works is if you schedule that too. If you know that there's a goal you need to make that hurts your heart and weighs on your mind because you haven't made it yet, now's not the time to take a break. Some people would tell you it is, that maybe you'll have more energy and more perspective and more ability if you just stop for a little while, give yourself a rest and get back going. I would argue that you've already tried that and it hasn't worked so that we need to get you going. We got to get you moving and working towards your goal. And we can't do that if we don't also tell you when you get to stop. So I want you to look at that schedule. I want you to look at the things that you've been putting into time blocks that you've been scheduling for yourself. And I want you to look a couple of weeks out and I want you to decide when you're taking that break. You're going to be mindful and intentional about it. And you're going to know it's coming. And you just have to push through 
for a couple of more weeks or a couple of more days or whenever it is that you've put that on your calendar. Because here's the thing, what is right now won't always be, and we can do anything for short, specific amounts of time. We can do anything for two weeks. We can, you know, endure anything for 24 hours. When we don't know when the end is in sight, when we don't know how long it's going to go, that's when we get overwhelmed. That's when we get stuck and frustrated and it feels like we're in quicksand and we simply cannot get out. So know what you need to get done and know when you've got a break. And then... I have to be really cliche here. And every single time I hear these words come out of my mouth, I roll my eyes and I think a little bit of throw up finds its way into my mouth because I really hate this idea. But we really do, if I'm like just gut-wrenchingly honest and, you know, just, you know, truthful with you, we have to know our why. And I know you have heard that in entrepreneurial speak until... You're just nauseous. I'm nauseous from it. But when we're really moving on something and we're sacrificing time and we're talking about you got to get up earlier, you got to go to bed later, you have to say no to that gathering or seeing a movie or you can't watch your favorite show or you need to take a break from social media or whatever we're going to have you compromise so that this goal can get made, like you got to remind yourself why it's important to you. Why in January of 2017 did you decide for yourself that this was something you wanted, that your life would be better if it had it, if you had accomplished this, if you were able to look back having done that? Do you remember? Because if you're just trying to finish something on a list that doesn't even mean anything to you anymore, well, then that's probably why you're failing and that's probably why it didn't get done. But a lot of times people disconnect from their why, not because it's not still meaningful and not because it's not still important, but because they're defended and guarded against the hurt. If they don't say, I wanted to feel better about myself and lose some weight, and they can say, oh, you know what? I have, I believe in body positivity. I believe in owning my body and owning my shape any way it shows up. Then they don't have to feel so bad if they never try to lose the weight. But the one thing that motivates us is our why. You have to tune back into it. And I think it's going to hurt a little bit. It usually does when we're that brutally honest with ourselves. But you have to ask yourself and know in your bones why you're working so hard when a lot of people have taken their foot off the gas until the end of the year. You want to know why you're in the car, why you're driving, because when you get tired and your back gets sore and your eyes get scratchy and people are telling you that you're a workaholic or you work too much or they're putting social pressure on you, you want to know why you're saying no. I know that not everybody thinks and feels this way, but I also know you're probably listening to this podcast for a reason, because personal development is a personal value of yours. And here's the thing, we can't just schedule in personal development when it's convenient for us because that's usually when things are easy and we learn by doing. We learn in the moments of challenge and the obstacles in overcoming them. We learn in the face of the problem and in learning how to solve it. 
we can't put personal development on hold until we're on vacation or until the phone stops ringing or something else because then we're simply playing catch up and we're talking about something that we make time for when there's nothing else on our list. And one of the reasons why I have this show as a daily show, um, it started out in all honesty and in all transparency because I wanted to learn how to podcast and I wanted to get the lessons over as quickly as possible. And doing a daily show made it so that I could learn quickly and I didn't have to wait week to week or hour to hour. But what this has become for me is confirmation of what I believe, that mindset is a daily practice. We can't just think about it one day a week, one hour a week. It has to be how we want to move through the world, what we want our lives to look like, what we want our businesses to look like, and what are the decisions we need to make to get us closer to that vision. And as we move through the world and we're facing the choices and the decisions, we have to be mindful and intentional. We have to ask ourselves, does this choice get me closer to being the person I want to be and the life I want to have and the business I want to run, or does it move me further away? And staying still, pulling the car to the side of the road for six weeks until the holidays are over and you can make yourself feel good with brand shiny new resolutions is not the answer unless that's your value. Some people have the personal value of not focusing on work during this time or not focusing on beating themselves up during this time. And if that is your mindful, intentional choice, I applaud you, I support you, and I respect you. I'm talking to the people who did this in a numbing out kind of way, unintentionally, because it got too hard, because they stopped caring, because they stopped paying attention. They stopped thinking about the life they wanted to have, and they got to start living it again. That's who I'm talking to today. I hope this conversation's helped. I hope it's given you focus, and I hope it has reminded you that you still have time. You have to choose not to waste it. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you need your Mindset Minute in your inbox on a weekly basis, definitely choose to follow me over at Choose to Have It All. You can do choosetohaveitall.com forward slash follow, and you can stay tuned for that. And if you're enjoying the show, if you're getting value out of it, please do consider subscribing, letting your friends know about it, share the show, and please do leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for your time today. Good luck in crushing the rest of 17, and I'll be back in your earballs tomorrow. Bye for now.